Hello everyone, Chad Franzen here, and welcome to the Kingdom Finance Show. Today we are going to reveal what you really need to know about the economy, the stock market, and real estate. And we're going to give you action steps to take right now to become a Kingdom Impact Investor. It's time to bring clarity out of chaos. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Chad Franzen. Welcome to the Kingdom Finance Show. I'm really glad you're here today. Um, on today's show, I've got a very special guest, uh, friend, mentor, and business entrepreneur, Mr. Billy Epperhart. So thanks for being here on the Kingdom Finance Show today. I'm glad to be with you, Chad. Looking forward to our time together. Now, it only took me like four months to get him back on the show because he was on our first episode of Kingdom Finance Show and uh, he's a he's a pretty busy man. We're sitting here up at um, World Headquarters for Andrew Walmack Ministries yep. today, recording uh, here on the backside of Pikes Peak. Backside back, yeah. On a beautiful day. So we really appreciate you uh, taking time. And really, for those of you who've been following us on the Kingdom Finance Show, a lot of what we've been really wanting to instill in you is how do you create um, clarity out of chaos when it comes to what's going on in the world economy both the U.S., internationally, how do you, as Billy Coin, make sense of making money for making a difference? So uh, on today's show, uh, we're going to uh, let Billy kind of lead it. And I wanted Billy to share um, really some, some spiritual um, practice ideas. We talk a lot about practically how to invest money on the show, but I thought even you kind of coming in and talking about the spiritual side of prosperity the spiritual side of finances and, you know, scripture, Old and New Testament is is filled with what it talks about stewardship and what God does um, to, for his people. So I'm going to let Billy run with that. Again, please like the show, Kingdom Finance Show, subscribe to it. If you want to know more, uh, I'll share with you at the end of the show how to get connected with us one-on-one. But thanks for being here on today's show. And Billy, Absolutely. what do you have for us? Well, you know, Chad, uh, the the Lord has dropped some things in my heart, uh, even in just recent months. And one of those that I have shared, uh, the beginning of this, I've shared several places. What I'm going to share today will be the very first time I've ever shared this at this level publicly or in any kind of public forum. So uh, one of the things, you know, right now we're in a period, you and I both know this, of kind of a, a really different weird time. We've come through this period of really low interest rates. And of course, now we've seen because inflation took off, we've seen the interest rates be raised at the level they are. And so we're kind of in this in-between time where things are going to start settling in some. Uh, But one of the things that's happened uh, in America, this is primarily in the U.S., uh, and it's true for other Western nations. And we, we have seen the personal credit card debt in uh, personal debt itself go up and increase mm. and really at measures and increases we haven't seen in recent times. And so a part of that is just that the all the money that flooded in during the stimuluses that we had is starting to wash its way through through the economy itself. And we're kind of in this transition time. Mm. And the Lord gave me this verse, Isaiah 48 and verse 17, And it says, thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. And so I've been praying on the praying over this verse Mm -hmm. that the Lord would teach you how to profit. 
And one of the things I like to talk about is divine connections and kairos or God opportune moments that come to our life. And so as I've been meditating on the Lord teaching us how to profit, I believe that some of the greatest wealth transfers that ever happened Mm. in history come in the kind of times that we're in now. And so scripturally speaking, if we believe that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous in the book of Proverbs makes it very plain that the wealth of the wicked. But the problem with that is, is that many of the righteous don't know what to do with it. If yeah. It came to them to start with. Right. And so really understanding how to invest and what to invest in is so important. And I believe that the Lord will show you, you know, that, that the Holy spirit leads and guides us into all truth. Mm-hmm. And so today as, as we're reading that I was meditating on an actual tithing verse. Right now, I'm not teaching on tithing or giving today. You taking up an offering today? Not ta- today? Not, yeah, yeah, no offerings. No today. offerings. Okay, no offerings. But I was meditating on this verse because I like to talk practically about how God does things, even spiritually. Practically, how He does it spiritually, and so there's some things that God does, of course, in our lives that we can't explain practically. They're they're not just natural; they're supernatural, right? That happen. Yeah. But in, in this, in Malachi three ten, He's talking about bringing the tithes into the storehouse. But in that, He says this: He says, "Now try me in this," says the Lord of Hosts, "if I will not open for you the windows of heaven." and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. Mm. Now, there's two phrases there that I want to just just focus on. One is the phrase, windows of heaven. And then the second phrase I want to focus on is the phrase, pour out for you. And he said here that he would pour out for you such a blessing, there would not be room enough Mm. to receive it. Now, Most of the time, when we talk about the Lord teaching us how to profit, what a lot of people think of when they think of the windows of heaven opening, Mm -hmm. they actually think of, okay, there's there's this opening going to happen in heaven, like figuratively speaking here, and and then rain uh, or moisture is going to come down through it and going to rain down on the land. But really, the windows here is more than just the term floodgate, floodgate being in the sense of water coming through. Mm-hmm. And the best way to interpret Scripture with Scripture is using another Scripture. So you, you, the best way to do it is interpret Scripture with other Scripture. So there's another passage that uses the term windows of heaven, mm-hmm. windows in heaven. And it says this in 2 Kings chapter 7 and verse 1, then Elisha said, Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord. Now, remember, before I read this, they they are in this mega famine. And and the Bible goes back, if you read historically, go back in 2 Kings chapter 6. And they're they're actually eating. There's cannibalism because the famine is so great. There's mothers actually boiling their babies and eating them, according to the word here. And so we're in this severe... Famine and they're and they're selling they're selling dub dung for a lot of money. I mean, they literally have nothing. This is crazy. And so Elisha, in the midst of this famine, he's prophesying, and the whole city's about to die, and they are surrounded in a siege by the Syrian army. So they're surrounded, and there's no way they can get out. They're in this famine and they're being choked out. 
So Elisha said, hear the word of the Lord. Tomorrow about this time, a sea of fine flour mm -hmm. shall be sold for a shekel and two seahs of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. That, that's just in 24 hours because he said tomorrow about this time. So an officer on whose hand the king leaned, so as an advisor the king had, he answered the man of God saying, so he's talking back to here, Elisha. He said, look, what would the Lord make windows in heaven? Could this thing be? Right? And Elisha said, and he said, in fact, you shall see it with your eyes, but you shall not eat of it. So what's happening is they're in this, they're surrounded by the Syrian army. They are, they are in a famine they've been in and nobody, everybody's dying. They're dying of hunger. And, uh, and so Elijah gets up and says, tomorrow at this time, this whole thing's going to change. Mm -hmm. And so the, here, the officer says, are the windows of heaven going to work open somehow? And this is going to supernaturally change. Well, the Bible says that in response to this, the next verse says, now there were four leprous men at the entrance of the gate, and they said to one another, why are we sitting here until we die? Now, that's a good question. In other words, yeah. look, the, you know, in fact, in fact, here's what they said. And they rose at twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians. And when they had come to the outskirts of the Syrian camp, to their surprise, no one was there. So what happened was, was they're sitting there and they're looking at each other and they and they're saying this. They're going, okay, why are we sitting here till we die? If if we stay here, we know we're gonna yeah. die. Mm -hmm. If we go to the Syrian camp, it's probably pretty likely that we're gonna die, but we don't know that for sure. Mm -hmm. Maybe the Syrians will show us mercy, yeah. right? That's what they're saying. So they get up and they go, and when they get there, nobody's there. And the Bible says, for the Lord, this is a big one. For the Lord had caused the army of the Syrians to hear the noise of the chariots and the noise of horses and the noise of a great army. So they said, the Syrians said to one another, look, the king of Israel has hired against us kings of the Hittites and kings of the Egyptians to attack us. Therefore, they arose and fled at twilight, left the camp intact, their tents, their horses, their donkeys, mm. and they fled for their lives. And when these lepers came to the outskirts of the camp, they went into one tent, ate and drank, carried from it silver, gold, and clothing, and went and hid them. And then they came back, entered another tent, buried some from there also, and went and hid it. Then they said to one another, we are not doing right. This day is a day of good news, and we remain silent. If we wait until the morning, some punishment will come on us now. Therefore, come, let us go and tell the king's household. Now, here's what happened. They went and told the king's household. And, and literally, the king sent some people in. He didn't send the whole group, just sent some people in. And they checked it out. And sure enough, the Syrians, in fact, they they actually went, the king's men actually went way outside to check to see where the Syrian army had gone. And, and they went something like 25 miles out and they found out they still weren't there. So they came back and told the king, listen, it's all there for us, right? Right now. And so they went and actually saw it. And the Bible says in verse 18, so it happened that just as the man of God had spoken to the king, Elisha, saying two seas of barley for a shekel. So basically, that, that's basically a bargain price 
for, for barley and a bargain price for flour. And 24 hours later, right, this happened. This verse 18 in 2 Kings 7 happened that two seahs of barley for a shekel, a sea of fine flour for a shekel shall be sold tomorrow about this time. So one of the things that I want you to see was that the windows of heaven here were not about something being poured out of heaven. The window, the word window there literally means this. And this is powerful. It, the, the most literal meaning is that it is an opening in a wall. That's the most literal meaning. It's an opening in a wall, mm -hmm. like a window. Then if you go to study and read it, it literally means it's an opening in a wall where you roost or lurk. Right. And it means actually seeing into seeing into something that you don't see. So you're actually lurking, you're roosting, you're meditating. And then the Lord, the Bible says, the window, as you're at that window, then the windows, those things open and you begin to see things you haven't seen before, in this case, opportunities, in this case, what I call Kairos moments mm -hmm. happen. And what happened, the reason I'm reading this passage here with this is that the word, the, the windows of heaven actually mean seeing into something that you hadn't seen before. Mm -hmm. So that when the lepers, when the lepers got up and said, why sit here till we die? And they went into the camp. They went into the camp. All of a sudden, they saw all of this abundance and all of this loot that as long as they were sitting at the wall, looking at the city wall outside of the wall, mm -hmm. they literally had not seen that. Now, what's so powerful about that? And I just want to say this as a nugget. This is a nugget. Mm -hmm. Some rabbis teach that one of the four lepers was actually Gehazi. Gehazi, who was Elisha's servant before. And you remember, he touched what he shouldn't touch, mm -hmm. right? But that's the same uh, the same servant mm -hmm. that Elisha, when they were surrounded in the city, it was the same servant that the Lord said, God, open his eyes. And when the when he prayed, the Bible says Gehazi's open, eyes opened, and he saw round about the city and he saw that up in the heavenlies, there were horses and chariots of fire. In other words, his eyes were open and he saw something that he hadn't seen before. And then he knew because Elisha had told him there's more with us than there are with him. Right. So then he knew because he could see it. And I believe that in the rabbi's teaching that actually Gehazi, when he when he was when he had had this experience of seeing roundabout, mm -hmm. that what happened was he realized there was something there that God had, maybe they hadn't seen. So let's go over there and look. And the reason I'm encouraging you with this today is this: is that the Bible, God promises in Malachi chapter three that He'll open the windows of heaven and pour out. So in this case, the pouring out. That was in 2 Kings chapter 7, wasn't a pouring out of something coming from heaven. Mm -hmm. It was something of God showing them what was available, just like he opened Gehazi's eyes. And so the thing that I want you to see is God will help you see things that we haven't that you haven't seen before when it comes to finance, money, and increase. That's powerful. And even the the days and the times of then of that story. Um, I mean, 
we hear a lot of complaining and grumbling now in 2023 and heading into 2024, but it was, it's not near as bad now as it was then. Oh no. Story you just shared, but whether you live in a first world country uh, or a third world country, um, certainly things around us are starting to shake and there's a lot of, we, I mean, we have, you know, we have wars going on in Israel and, and Ukraine and um, even the political environment. Absolutely. So I think this is a real strong word for us of even at, when we think about practically how to make wise financial decisions, Billy, yeah. um, what are, what are the things that Jesus through the Holy Spirit wants us to see right now that we we don't have access to those windows to see them because maybe we're sitting over here right where the lepers were thinking well gosh you know woe is me or i've just got to wait till there's a new president or i gotta wait till the perfect timing to do something what would be your advice just from your personal experience of applying that of hey how do we take steps to say hey i don't i don't want to sit over here if the lord has a kairos moment or a window to show me how to steward my ministry my business my family's investments, or even uh, some people work with others um, and advise them. How and do I, we take that? You know, I think today, you know, we met with someone that was telling us that, you know, has been, has had a, a great heritage in ministry and a great legacy in ministry, as well as a great, a great practitioner of things financial. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, we actually took our money away from some of the professional folk yeah. that were investing it because the Lord showed them investing these things and they it's turned out. Yeah. And so I think today, one of the, the first one is this, the first level of windows being open is you just need to develop yourself, number one, some practical understanding mm-hmm. of how to do things. Because what happens in the body of Christ, if people get prospered, right, which they will, according to the word, mm-hmm. then many of them don't know what to do with it because they haven't applied themselves to knowledge and understanding. Mm-hmm. But then secondly, to those that have applied themselves to knowledge and understanding, I believe in these seasons of time, the Lord is going to show us, not just us as those that are over wealth builder investments, but also show us personally how to prosper. And then I believe number three, that God shows us as well in wealth builder investments, we have to believe for that supernatural revolution of revelation. And most of these things are not this exotic, weird something out there. It's just practical ways that the Lord will open the windows of heaven and allow us to see what to do in our lives. And so the reason I shared this today on your podcast here, Chad, is because I want people to understand the importance of allowing the Holy Spirit to show them and know that God will show them what those next steps they are to take. And in that, God will prosper you and increase you in all of those things. And so if you, you'll say, okay, Lord, I'm going to believe for it, that the windows of heaven are going to uh, uh, be open to me, and I'm going to start seeing and understanding what I need to do and believe for that because God will show you how to profit. He'll show us how to profit. So it's important that we do that. Yeah. And in that story, I mean, there was immense prosperity resources made available to the lepers right oh, absolutely in, in in the middle of complete chaos complete. and despair and so we've talked about this before but even as as christians as christ followers we want to we want to we talk about investing with with conservative values and first and second amendment rights but even thinking of well how do we invest manage our companies our ministries our, our dollars our talents um, while things are not perfect around us, and we see some people who think, well, gosh, I'm just going to stay over here and 
and and I'll pick on one investment that we like. I'm going to put everything in gold and silver, and I'm just going to wait until everything is better. Or I'm, right. And and we buy yeah. gold and silver. You and I both do. Right. And we advise people on that. But I think one practical application could be, hey, those people had to take a risk, mm-hmm. and they had to go forward to see, well, what opportunities might there be while despair is all around? Because um, I think we talk about the transfer of wealth. Absolutely. And I think with what's going on with interest rates and the economy and and, and politicians, I think if we, if we just sit over there, we're missing out on some of these windows of opportunity for immense wealth creation. Absolutely. Without being fearful of, oh, no, uh, what should I do? And we've and I, th- I think in and in wealth builder investments, you know, we can help people identify what some of those things are even now. But additionally, I believe the Holy Spirit who leads and guides us into all truth, including you who are watching this individually, the Lord leads and guides you into all truth. And so I believe that as we as we uh, participate in in a co, I, I call it co uh co-laboring with the Holy Spirit, because Paul said we're co-laborers together with God. Mm. So you co-labor together with the Holy Spirit, and you take your mind that the Holy Spirit leads you. He shows you those things, and those things open, and you begin to see them and know them and understand. He'll also show you things not to do, but he'll show you things to do, because part of teaching you to profit is both. Right. It's mm-hmm. not just, OK, what should I do? It's also what I should not do. Mm-hmm. And so understanding kind of the balance between those two. And we're we're big on that. That doesn't mean we here have never, ever, ever made any mistakes. Part of how you learn is making mistakes. But in this season of time, the wealth of the wicked laid up for the righteous. It means I believe God is opening the windows of heaven to those that are partnered with God and their ties. God, God's to those that are partnered with God and their giving. All of those things together that God will open the windows of heaven, and we should expect it. We should yeah. pray and ask the Lord to lead and guide us into all truth. That's a great word for today's show, and I'm reminded of the the scripture where it talks about. You know, wisdom is found in a in a council, a multitude of counselors. Right. Um, right. And so some of you uh listening, watching to the Kingdom Finance Show today, um, this the spirit's stirring you and and you may need to reach out to someone for professional advice. Some of you are well on your way and 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 um we want to continue to educate and empower you. But I want to give you all the opportunity as we wrap up here on the show. If you want to connect with us one-on-one and say, okay, Chad, Billy. This is really stirring me up. I want to take that next step to like the lepers and really lean into um, what resources, what what windows of heaven are opening for me. Mm-hmm. Each of you are in different situations, uh, whether you help run a ministry or a large organization, or you're just a stay-at-home mom and you're and you're wanting to learn how to invest your dollars. It's all very important. So check us out online, wealthbuilders.net forward slash invest wealthbuilders.net forward slash invest. We've got a free download. We've just recently updated our pro values index, Billy. I haven't even showed you that. Uh, But you also will have the ability to schedule a phone consultation with our team. If you say, I just want to learn more about how can I apply um, so awesome uh, teaching today from the spiritual side of kingdom finance, uh, we'd love to connect with you. 
So, Billy, thanks for being on the show today. Any any final thoughts for our listeners? I just want to encourage all of them. You know what Paul said, if God be for you, who can be against you? So in these times that seem uncertain, just know that God's got your back. If God be for you, who can be against you? Amen. Well, Billy, thanks for being here. And everyone, thanks for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Finance Show. Be sure to subscribe to the show, like it, follow us on social media. And if you have friends and family uh, or, or co-workers who um, want to be a part of this kingdom investing movement, please forward the show to them. Uh, on behalf of Billy and the Wealth Builders team, we'd love to connect with you and just encourage you in the journey. So with that, we'll see you next time on the Kingdom Finance Show. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Kingdom Finance Show. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps to get the word out. For more resources on becoming a kingdom investor and to connect with us directly, visit our website at wealthbuilders.net. That's wealthbuilders.net. We'll see you next time on the Kingdom Finance Show. The content provided is for educational purposes only. We encourage you to seek personalized investment advice from your financial professional. For all tax and legal advice, please consult your CPA or attorney. Investment advisory services are offered through Authentic Counsel, a registered investment advisor. Securities are offered through Cabin Securities, a registered broker-dealer. The content of this podcast does not constitute an offer of securities. Offerings can only be made through an offering memorandum, and you should carefully examine risk factors and other information contained in the memorandum.